Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Stay Focused. Uh, my name is Jay Morgan. I am the director of the Appalachia Prayer Center Ministries, West Virginia Prayer Alliance, and I'm your host this evening. I'm excited about today, and I know I'll start every session with, I'm excited about today, but I'm excited about today. I'm really excited about today because you are going to meet um, a couple of guys from Medina, New York, out me and uh, Pastor Rich and Matt Mitchell, we, we got to meet these guys back in November and just see a little bit about what God was doing in New York. As you know, here at Appalachia Prayer Center Ministries, we are praying for states uh, from Alabama to New York. It's, it's the, uh, uh, just the mandate that the Lord gave us a few years back to begin to pray, pray for revival in these states. But in addition, we began building relationships with people of like hearts, people who are working together, people who are aligned together, people who long to see revival and community transformation. And um, through a mutual friend, Debbie Davis, I was able to meet these guys last November when the Lord gave us uh, really the permission to go up there. And see, as, as you all know, uh, well, many of you don't, but we've spent a lot of time the last couple of years because the Lord told us to, to zoom out. And while I've, I've definitely, um, I'm a local church pastor, and I see the value of what God does in local church congregations, we we believe and know that what God wants to do in a community is just much bigger than any of our individual churches. And then it's it's an, it's imperative to us for us to learn how to work together and pray together in cities and towns and regions. And these guys are an example of some people who are doing it right. And have been for many years. And so I'm excited to have my friends, um, Pastor Russ and Pastor Dan, on Stay Focus tonight. And let's let's talk to them now. Well, hey guys, it's so good to have you all with us today on, on Refocus. I, I'm really excited for, for people to get to, to meet you, to, to hear more of your story. And uh, I had opportunity of meeting uh, these these guys uh, last November as we came up to a, a, a regional pastors <clears throat> church prayer gathering they had. We'll talk more about that here in a minute. Uh, but just if you guys could just go ahead and um, uh, introduce yourself, let everybody know about your local context, and then we'll talk from there. Sounds good. Um, I'm Pastor Russ Peters from Alabama Full Gospel Fellowship, that is in Medina, New York, not Alabama South. Of us. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> yes, and good morning, Jay. It's great to be with you. Uh, I'm Pastor Dan Thurber from Oak Orchard Assembly of God Church in uh, Medina, New York, here in Western New York uh, as well. And we're just excited to be able to share uh, what God is doing in this area and, and was so delighted to be a part of what's happening with uh, you folks. Uh, especially when Jay and his uh, friends came up here and, and shared in that uh, prayer meeting that we had here. It was just like a, uh, a divine uh, mm -hmm. meeting that we had together. And, and, and you brothers, Jay, if you remember, uh, came to our church and prayed uh, over our church and over our area and the Appalachian Prayer Center. Uh, this partnership uh, uh, I'm looking so forward to as we go uh, forward, uniting in prayer all, all across the, uh, the Appalachian mountain range from Alabama to New York. And it's just a great thing to be a part of. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm just going to mention this, which isn't the point in the call, but uh, uh, most of those, most people who are connected to our, our ministry at the Appalachian Prayer Center, 
knows that so much of what God started, here we are in West Virginia, so much of what God began with us outside of our local context was all the way in the foothills of the Appalachians in Alabama. So when yeah. the only contact that I really had in New York, as we began looking around and, and uh, I actually uh, heard about you all through a friend of ours, uh, Debbie Davis, Yes, and, Debbie and your connection mm -hmm. with uh, Doug Abner and, and yes. uh, Appalachian yeah. Dawn and, and all of that stuff in Manchester, Kentucky. I mean, it's a small world in the kingdom. Yes. And so, but but I had talked with Russ a couple of times and it had, you know, we, because as we've been building things out, we've just been waiting on the direction of the Lord and not trying to rush things, push things. And uh, so we had met and just had just a little contact occasionally online and, and social media for, um, I'm going to say probably a year and a half yeah. when we just felt the direction of the Lord to come up to, to one of your, your uh, regional gatherings, which we're, we're going to talk about here in just a minute. But then for some reason it had just escaped me when I realized that uh, Russ's church was Alabama full gospel yeah. <laughs> in New York. Um, I'm just like, you know, I don't know what it means. It's just interesting. It's like one of those little God winks. It's like he, he, it's, he's just chuckling, you know, he's just laughing at us. Our only connection in New York was in a, was a pastor of a church. Uh, it was named uh, the church that had Alabama in its name. So again, those of who are connected to our ministry can really uh, see the humor in that. But anyway, I, I, we came up there, like you all mentioned, and we got to know so many of you pray with you, uh, spent a, a couple of days and, um, uh, actually able to stay there in Pastor Dan's church and uh, had a, the, the little, the little um, apartment there at the church. And, and then uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the prayer gathering is over at Pastor Russ's church. And I want guys to, the, the people who are watching today, I, I want them just to learn a little bit about what God has been doing up there though, uh, through something you, you call PACT, which is, uh, if I get this right, Pastors Align for Community Transformation. Yeah, and that's yeah. a big heart. Uh, a big part of our heart is to help um, communities, regions align together, churches align together to say, uh, while we truly value the the expression of the local church, I'm a local church pastor. Uh, the guys who run with me are nearly, nearly nearly all local church pastors. We're all involved in local churches, but we realize that God's plans involve more than just our local congregation and so when we can see beyond that and say now lord what would you want to do with us together as as a whole as a group of of churches in in a in a city or or a town or a community and so that really speaks to us so i'm just going to let you all talk a little bit about um packed and how it formed and what God has done through that. And I want us all just to learn from that, even as we're seeking to do that in our, in our own local expressions. Yeah. Um, you know, my dad and Dan's dad, it's really kind of neat how this all just, you know, worked out together for years. We're um, praying together, working together, and um, they became you know, good friends and would help each other. And um, I remember when our church was just young um, that uh, my dad and uh, who's Pastor Terry Peters, who founded our church, um, was working with uh, Dan's father, who was Stan Thurber. 
and um, work together quite often on um, you know the intricacies of the church and helping us get established and and things like that and from that time a few others got involved as well brother Tim Lindsay and um, the prayer focus really began to grow from those relationships you know yes. and um, as the relationships began to grow um, and these this went on for quite some time Dan right that you well know, yeah a number probably of years. 30 years ago uh, yeah. uh, they had been praying uh, together uh, and other uh, ministers uh, became involved as well uh, and I remember that uh, well my dad was the, the pastor of the church that I pastor now for 41 years before I was and uh, it was founded as an assembly of God uh, work here uh, in Oak Orchard in, in Medina that many years ago and they had been praying just building relationships uh, within uh, different denominations but uh, with one focus and that was uh, Jesus Christ as the head of the church and so that's really what uh, propelled us forward as a group which about five years ago um, uh, as other churches began, I should say other pastors began to fellowship and, and learn to love one another and work together, uh, decided to put a, a name to what we were because the community was uh, kind of seeing what these pastors were getting together and doing. And so uh, that's when uh, PAC, Pastors Aligned for Community Transformation, uh, came into being. Uh, and it's really still to this day is based on uh, the relationship of the pastors getting together, praying together for revival in our area, helping one another, not competing with one another or fighting against one another, which seems to be the norm in many areas. I've been told many times that this is a very unique situation that we have here in this county with uh, all different pastors coming together and, and working together for the same cause of proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ and thereby seeing transformation in their communities so that's kind of the background and since that time uh, we've done uh, many uh, evangelistic uh, functions together uh, had worship services together where all of our congregants could come together and worship together do communion uh, together had foot washing services uh, together we've done productions uh, for the community and uh, we have just uh, been allowing it to, to grow and just let God kind of take it where it wants to go, uh, all the while keeping the basis for PAC being the relationships of the pastors uh, with, the, with Jesus Christ and then through Christ, our relationships together. And we have just forged such uh, wonderful bonds yeah. together uh, that only God could do. Amen. Yeah, there's several things as you are you're speaking, both of you are speaking, I want to point out and then ask you maybe to go in, in, in a little more detail on one. You know, when we visited, uh, I was encouraged by the fact, I mean, where, where we're at when you hear New York, I, I, most people just uh, think of New York City. Right. And so, uh, and, and how many pastors, by the way, how many pastors are, are um, connected with PACT right now? It's uh, about 12 pastors. Yes. And, and I knew there was a group of, yeah, of more than 10 pastors getting together. And we can think, oh, well, you know, if you're in a city, surely you can find 10 pastors who can get along with each other and do things. <laughs> but when I came and visited you, I realized that your community, it's, it's in um, 
uh, I guess, upstate New York, and it is uh, very similar to most of the communities that people I'm connected to live in. They, these are small, it was a small rural community. Right. Yes. And so We're when rural. you look at these small towns and see 10 or 12 pastors, and often the small context, I mean, this, these are things we don't like to talk about in the church, but, you know, you have a, a finite group of people in a, in a given town, a, a 20 mile radius from you. And then pastors can start looking at, at other pastors and churches, uh, not as brothers, but as competition. Right. As we're all, you know, we get into this, this mindset of, of almost fighting for scraps, you know, when honestly, we should be sons and daughters sitting around the table together, not just fighting for crumbs from the table. And, 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 and logistically, I mean, yeah, this, this, this can be tricky in small communities. Uh, but somehow you all are making it work and it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And, and it's not just 10 or 12 patterns. One, one thing I want to point out is that it's a smaller rural community. Second, it's not just 10 or 12 pastors from the same denomination who are getting right, right. together. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, which is just for me was, was amazing to see that and the sensitivity and the care and concern that I just just watched you all exhibit toward each other as you gather because we came to one of your your uh, joint worship services uh, it was right around thanksgiving i think right before thanksgiving and it was a joint worship service where uh we worshiped together prayed together shared communion together and and it was wonderful to watch people who um you could you could you could tell or from obviously different uh, worship styles persuasion denominational persuasions yet join in our hearts together in worship. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and I want you just to talk about the fact that you're friends. You said, as you, you've mentioned that several times, we just decided to become friends. And, it, and I think that that's a key. That really is a key. Um, you know, as we were committing ourselves to pray together, and reaching out, you know, little by little to other people to say, hey, I'm going to this, you know, um, pastor's meeting today. You want to come with me? You know, people in many cases are like, man, that's the last thing I need is another prayer meeting and another pastor's meeting. And but I'll tell you, over those years that we were praying together, there really became a relationship that was being cultivated and um, we got to the point to where we were getting um, antsy, if you will, where we wanted to be able to do more. Um, and as the group was slowly growing, um, we, you know, we wanted to be able to do something together. And um, those relationships have produced, uh, I think, Dan, a, a great deal of fruit in our community. And um, we have been able to, you know, accomplish some really uh, amazing things. But in that, there was a few things that we had to agree upon if we were going to be able to work together. And one of those things was to simply, you know, we've got to have a, a central core, if you will, of beliefs so that 
the various different denominations could still work together if we believe on these things. And, right. and that those things are simply, do you believe that Jesus Christ, you know, is the Savior? He is the Son of God. He is the Messiah. He died and rose again. And I mean, that's basically the core of what we were working with. And as long as you uh, were willing to believe those things, then, you know, you're welcome to be part of us. We're not even, you know, the only reason why we have a name is because we didn't know what to call ourselves, you know. And, right. um, but through that, um, these relationships in prayer are the real um, glue, the thing that holds us together and has enabled us to be able to affect the area churches and our community in a real positive way. Yeah, so you were just given a little uh, timeline, I guess, of development of how this has, has, has evolved. It, it began with pastors meeting together to pray. Was this on a, like a monthly basis? Yes. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Dan. And then inviting other pastors into that and then saying, let's, let's do more uh, together to where there's uh, more of a public sense to what we're doing. And so then you just begin to establish some um some essential truths that connected you together mm -hmm. and so um you come from various denominations then there are going to be things that uh, you don't necessarily agree on in scripture but then what are those things that we should agree on and i think that's that's real important uh, as a basis to begin from and then begin to have a more public expression to, to what you were doing uh, because I like that, it's uh, because just in your name, it entails more than just a ministerial association. Exactly. And yes. and I think a lot of pastors, we've we've either been involved or semi-involved semi or hit and miss ministerial association meetings. But whenever your your pastors who are aligning together to say, how can God use our collective efforts to transform this community? where we're just not um, just walking God through, through my church, but what can he do through us together? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. We had to, um, uh, along with agreeing on those central binding truths, we then were able to say, okay, now I know that we're going to, um, the churches that are represented are going to worship differently. They're going to preach differently their services are going to look quite different, you know, and we have had to commit ourselves to God and also to each other. And in that, we, um, we have uh, been able to, because of our relationship together, because of that genuine love and concern and care for each other, lay those things aside and focus on where we're going. Um, there was, uh, I was coming from uh, a road in the area and I happened to see this, um, this Amish uh, farmer that was getting ready to plow his field or he was plowing his field and he was using six or eight horses with his plow. And uh, those horses would wait until he gave them the whip and then they would go. And all of those horses were pulling in the same direction. They knew where they were going. 
And I think sometimes as churches, we're not so much pulling in the same direction. We're kind of pulling here and pulling there. And, right. and how much more effective are we? Uh, and is, is God able to do through us when we are all pulling in the same direction? Right. And um, so just, uh, let's talk a couple of minutes of just about what are some of those things that you have done together. Um, you, of course, we've mentioned you, you meet together and pray as pastors. Then I guess quarterly I, you, you have worship and communion services where you come together. And that rotates around churches. And, and I noticed when I was there that you had people from various churches that comprised the worship team, which is a, just a really neat thing to see. Had um, different people, even with this gathering, um, different people were involved. Was, you know, one person led communion, the other person uh, gave a talk, and, and just other people opened and closed. And so there was just this working together to where ver the various churches were expressed in that gathering. But what are some other things you've done corporately? One of the evangelistic uh, tools that we used uh, was a, a group called Ride for Life, uh, which is headed up by stunt motorcycle rider Scott Karabulat. And uh, they came uh, to our schools, uh, to our county uh, fair, which we had a, a huge day where they had three performances. Uh, these are fellas that God has transformationally changed their lives from being uh, strung out uh, drug addicts, having lost everything in their life, being converted, and then using the talents, their uh, motorcycles, uh, stunt riding talents, to uh, first of all get a platform in the community, and then to tell them about Jesus. And yeah. so uh, we we had this group Ride for Life come in uh, two consecutive years into our county. Uh, it involved uh, all of the packed churches, which uh, organized it, got into schools, uh, and then we had a uh, a big uh, festival on that particular uh, Saturday uh, and uh, saw many souls come to see Jesus. Uh, the community saw the packed presence uh, in the community, uh, knowing that we were there. Uh, our local sheriff was right on board with it, uh, uh, organizing it right along with us. So uh, packed has gotten favor with uh, local law enforcement and uh, the support of that. Uh, and so we did that two uh, consecutive years and it worked out uh, very, very well. Yeah, that, that's, that's awesome. And, and I know that you're going to continue, that God will continue to lead and you grow, but uh, I think that the foundation is there and that you have a group of people who are saying, you know, we're going to focus on what we do agree on and we're going to pull together, like Russ, you were saying, like that, that team of horses. And while we do have individual things that God has called us to do, what is this bigger picture that we can accomplish together for, for Jesus and for the glory of God's kingdom in our community? And anytime I see this happening, um, because this, at some point this started with a desire in someone's heart, but it takes a lot of work to make yeah. these types of things actually happen. Anytime I see things like this happening, I'm in, inspired. 
uh, we mentioned uh, Doug Abner in Manchester there, and 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 Doug, and I hear him tell his story often, and and that whole revival just came through a group of pastors. He said that gotcha. you know we just began praying together, and through that we began to care about each other. Mm-hmm. And when you start caring for someone, they're not your you don't see them as your competition or your enemy. Right. That's my friend. Mm-hmm. And and so from there, then you can start working together it's an inspiration I, i'm i'm really glad um that we can have you all share about this if as as, as we're wrapping up today uh obviously you can share anything else you want to inter- interject but i'd like to hear from each of you uh individually to say uh how have you personally grown just as as a son of god um not even as a pastor, but have you personally grown by being involved with something bigger than your ministry in church? Boy, I, I, um, go ahead. I, uh, thanks brother. Um, it has compelled me. Um, and I feel so much empowered knowing that my brother, Dan, and it brings me to tears, uh, often when I'm talking about it, that, um, that we have that friendship for each other. And, um, you know, there's times that we, we can cry together. And, you know, as opposed to feeling that territorial uh, feeling, uh, boy, we find that we reach out to each other. You know, if there's something that we're, we're in need of or we need prayer, it happens on a regular basis that we're reaching out to each other and um, saying, man, I, I'm, I'm hurting right now. I could really use uh, a brother, you know, and uh, we've done that. And, you know, one thing that I want to say is that um, there is uh, a worry, I would say, a concern maybe, that when you get involved in something like this, that you're going to lose the individuality of your church and your denomination and that is not it at all. Um, you, we are still we give the freedom to each other by committing ourselves to each other and to God. The freedom to retain what is special about your church, you know. And each yes. church just looks so much different, and the, each church has its own personality, if you will. And that's just what makes this so beautiful and. You know, it's, we couldn't have designed this had we planned it for years and years, but by God's grace, man, he just, he brought it to be. And I feel like I am a better man having been, um, you know, in the trenches and rubbing shoulders with my brothers and sisters in the Lord. I feel like I'm a better pastor, a better husband, a better daddy too, you know? Yes, sir. I, I agree with you, uh, Russ, uh, my good friend and brother. Um, <clears throat> See what happens? It often brings us to tears of appreciation for what God awesome. has been able to do relationally between um, traditionally uh, pastors that are in competition uh, with one another for the people of their area. We've got 50, 60,000 people in our rural area uh, in, in Orleans County. Uh, and the devil wants to use that 
to say, well, they're all in his church or they're all in their church or you're not doing it right because people are going to Pastor Russ's church and they're not coming to your church. Right. And I think how God has really used this to develop within the pastors uh, that are part of PAC uh, is to uh, let them know uh, that God is with them and with their brothers as well, and that you're not in this alone, that you don't have to go through this alone, uh, that Jesus has a plan for this county uh, as a whole, for our state, for our, our nations. It goes far beyond uh, my ministry here at Oak Orchard Assembly of God. We need this uh, outward looking. We need to know that we are part of the church and not part of my church and the church whose head is Jesus Christ and who he is building the church of which the gates of hell will not prevail against. That Amen. is the part of the church that I want to be a member of. Yes. And so I think we've all uh, been grown in our faith. God is so much bigger than our own ministries. I mean, I felt so inadequate at times to do what I do. But when other brothers from other churches, you know, express, you know, brother, I've been there. I know what you're going through right now. And I'm praying for you. Yeah. How, how that just builds and strengthens our faith to know that God has us in control, that he's putting other pastors in our life in relationship so that we can do this together. And with a full heart, we don't have to be concerned. Yes. Yeah. We don't have to be concerned about... Uh, what another pastor is doing behind our back. I, I don't think about that. That's yeah. not even in my purview a anymore. And that's a very freeing thing yeah. uh, to be able to do ministry with that type uh, of attitude. I know it's still out there. I, I know there's probably still other pastors maybe that, uh, you know, uh, are in competition, but I certainly don't feel that with any of the pastors that are in our in our packed group because God brought us together. God did this. Uh, God set it up and he's going to help it to continue. So if we keep our focus, and this is our main focus, our focus is on Jesus. And I believe that any, any ministry, uh, any, any group that gets together and tries to, to work together, it doesn't keep their focus on Jesus, promoting Jesus, uh, sharing his gospel, uh, that that is not going to be fruitful for the kingdom of God. But this whole packed group is really based on relationship with Jesus and with each other, and we just let it go wherever it wants to take us from there. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, hearing your heart and seeing your heart, even as you're talking, I think says does more than, than any theory, any opinion, and that God is truly working in you, even as he's working um, through his kingdom in your community. And, and so many times, uh, I heard this said many years ago, that we, we, do, we, we often build the kingdom of God in a way that destroys the kingdom of God in us as pastors. Think about that. And at some point, you just have to get this, this mindset to say, I cannot keep trying to build the kingdom of God in the world in a way that destroys it in me. Yes. That's, that's, I don't think that was Jesus's desire. That's a good and, word, brother. Yes, and unity amongst each other. And that's a buzzword. And it's so encouraging to see people who are trying to figure out how to actually practically live this out. It's hard work. It's not easy. It's not about just getting in a room together or on a stage together and pretend, pretending to like each other. 
you, you, you have to do the hard work of building relationships and praise God for people who are setting that example. And uh, as, as always with these uh, programs I do, uh, I love to talk to people about what God is doing in their community. And, uh, and the, the clock is always my enemy. <laughs> but it's been so good hearing from you all. And I would love to do this again in the future and, and uh, even invite a couple more guys on that you, you'd want to have. And, and but thank you all so much for sharing your heart, what God is doing. We firmly believe that God is moving in new, fresh ways uh, all over the world. But our, our focus has been primarily on these states from, from Alabama to New York. And thank God we got to meet you, even though you're not specifically located in the Appalachian Mountains that are in New York. You're part of our prayer coverage, every one of these states. Because in these states, by the way, nearly a third of the United States live uh, nearly 100 million people live in these 12 states we've been interceding for. And, and as we wrap up today, I want us just to join together and pray for your state, um, pray for this, the communities as a whole as it's being affected by this, this, this disease that the whole world is grappling mm -hmm. with. Yeah. Could I, I just make one shout out before yes, we sir. do that? And that would be to Debbie Davis. Yes. Uh, from One Voice in West Virginia, uh, who came up and, and ministered to us and shared with us the work that uh, they were doing in West Virginia, which so uh, motivated us uh, here in New York. And so it would yes. be uh, proper not to give her uh, a shout out and because yeah. God is using her and One Voice in a great way there in West Virginia. Absolutely. A absolutely and that's how i met you all it's through debbie we just mm -hmm. as we were praying for these states i said i was talking to people i know and just said you know people who are truly uniting together around prayer in their communities in these various states um and because we just want to connect with people who are already doing it as we're learning to do it and so she was our connection debbie is a strong woman of god has been faithful with building this and in, in our communities here in Southern West Virginia and connected with uh, Doug there in Manchester. And, and yes, absolutely. We, uh, Debbie is an encouragement. So mm -hmm. yes. listen, um, let's just uh, join our hearts together and pray. Uh, I, I, if, if each of you could just pray for a moment, then I'll wrap us up as we pray for your state. Very good. Very good. Father, we just come before you right now and Hallelujah. Lord, we just want to lift up uh, each other. We want to lift up all of the churches that are represented uh, between us, Heavenly Father, and specifically those churches, Lord, as we're gathered here together talking about those things, that, Father, you would bind our hearts together, and um, not just that we would be unified, but that we would be aligned, moving, Lord, in that same direction. And then, as I'm reminded here, as I'm praying, that scripture, uh, that those words that you said, by all by this will all men know that you are my disciples, that yes. you have love one for another. And yes. people that are outside the church, they see these things and they recognize God is in the middle of it when pastors who are normally territorial are now serving each other and working together. And that shows the love and the message of the cross of the gospel. Yes. And we pray for each other and God that you would protect us 
um, from this COVID-19 virus. We pray for the nations, Lord, that yes. they would be able to find a vaccine and a cure for this. And that in the meantime, that you would turn the hearts of people back to you, Heavenly Father, and that the seeds of faith, as I was talking with my brothers the other day, the seeds of faith that have been planted in lives lying dormant for months, years, even decades, would spring to life, produce fruit for the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you and praise you for our brother Jay and the work that they're doing in uh, West Virginia and the Appalachian Prayer Center and, and all those that are gathering together in these last days in, in prayer and believing God that you're going to do a great thing. And we know that you are, uh, for you are faithful. I uh, thank you, Lord Jesus, that uh, uh, we as pastors uh, and parishioners all along this great land uh, can unite around uh, the cross of Jesus Christ. Uh, I pray, Lord God, that uh, this uh, winds of revival would begin uh, to blow, even amongst this uh, yes. pandemic in our country, Lord God. Use it in a great way. And we just want you to know how, God, how much we love you, how much we rely on you, how much we trust in you, and that you are ever faithful to us. So thank you for this opportunity uh, with my brother today. Uh, bless all that are involved in Jesus' strong name. Father, we just uh, turn to you and, and our weakness and our desperation, and we say that we need you. Amen. Even as we've read uh, in your word, as the book of Habakkuk says, Lord, we, we've heard of your great stories. We've heard of your great deeds. And we just ask you in our day, in our time, that you would do it again. Yes. That you would rescue us. Father, we, we pray uh, for the, the nations of the world. Lord, we pray for the U.S. Lord, we pray for New York in particular, that you would have mercy and that men and women uh, who are sick would find healing, but even more, Lord, that they would find Jesus. Yes. Father, we just pray that that through the midst, through all of this um, destruction, or through the chaos and the uncertainty, that your spirit and power would become even more manifest as your church turns to you and prays. Father, we just we just um, implore you. We seek you for help, mm -hmm. Lord. We pray yes, healing Lord. in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Jesus. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with me today. I, I'm encouraged. Just listen to your stories, and I believe that the the, the people who are listening as well are are encouraged. And and thank you so much. And we will talk again. Amen. Thank you. Thanks for having. Thank us. you, Jay. God bless you. We love yes, you, sir. God Take bless care. you all.